When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated, and it's important to have water that is healthy that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com. Enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Life is busy. And sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at FactorMeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini, and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hello, friends. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. I'm David Paul this week. Walking your dog is not exercise. I deceive myself. I walk almost 20,000 steps a day, ride a bike most afternoons for about an hour, lift weights several mornings a week, and even do a high-intensity workout for 15 minutes on those mornings when I'm not doing the strength training. I'm in great shape. And then I take a rake, and I stir up the mulch in our gardens, and my body tells me the truth. Earlier this morning, I did just that job and discovered that I'm clearly not in the kind of shape that I think I am. Now, I've actually been working on being relentlessly honest with myself, and I think I'm getting better, but I still have more work to do. And why is this important? Because our deepest beliefs drive our actions or inactions. The artwork this morning revealed an area of my fitness that is weak. I'm not entirely sure what that is, but I cannot continue to believe that the exercise I'm doing is all I need. I may need to do something different, something that might be uncomfortable and that I don't like as much. For a long time, I've believed that every one of my 20,000 steps is exercise. I even said as much in the early days of this podcast. I no longer believe that. In fact, I now believe that very few of my steps 
rise to that level. Now, to be clear, every step is beneficial. Lots of research telling us that sitting is bad and movement is good. There are health benefits to all those steps. But to reach the level the CDC recommends, which is 150 minutes of moderate level activity, I need to be moving at a certain speed for a certain amount of time, and I'm not always doing that. As I recently said, I have to intentionally walk faster to get my heart rate up enough to count as exercise. Consistent exercise unlocks even more health benefits. And that brings me to the point of this podcast. Unless you're walking your dog at three miles an hour for about 22 minutes every day, it's not exercise. And just about everybody I see out with their dogs, they're walking much slower than me. Additionally, there's all that stopping. Stopping to let passers-by pet your dog, stopping to talk to other dog owners, and stopping just because, well, your dog wants to. Now, I should mention I'm not a dog owner. The only dog I've ever had was a mutt named Brownie. I was uh, seven years old, and we didn't keep him very long, as I remember Brownie like biting stuff, including me and my sisters. And I'm guessing my parents eventually had enough and just gave him to someone else. And since then, I've had multiple other negative encounters with dogs, sadly. So as my wife, including uh, recently a very scary few minutes while she was running. In other words, we both have a flinch factor when it comes to dogs. And I want to express how grateful I am, uh, if you're a dog owner, how grateful I am to you when you pull your leash a little tighter when I walk by. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. You may know your dog is harmless, but I don't. That said, I also recognize the tight bond that you have with your dog and how much a part of the family your dog has become and how much you enjoy walking together. Please keep going. But don't deceive yourself. It may be exercise for your dog, but it's probably not exercise for you. Again, it's beneficial, but unless you're moving at three miles an hour for 22 minutes, you're not reaching the minimum amount of physical activity that you and I need. Now, you may already be ahead of me on this, and you've long recognized that walking your dog is simply that, walking your dog and not a workout for you. See, I'm a little late to this whole don't deceive yourself party, but if you do believe that walking your dog is exercise and it's all you need, I hope you'll at least take time to determine whether, in fact, you are moving fast enough. And just how do you figure that out? Well, sadly, my Fitbit doesn't have a speedometer, and I'm guessing yours doesn't either. Thankfully, it's actually pretty easy to figure out. Hop in your car, drive along the route you walk, watch your odometer, and take note of where you reach one mile. Next time you walk, start the stopwatch on your phone as you begin. When you reach that one mile point, check the stopwatch and see how long it took. If it shows 20 minutes or less, then you are moving at least three miles an hour. If you reached one mile in 15 minutes, then you're going four miles an hour. Good on you. If you are reaching these benchmarks while walking your dog, then you both are getting exercise as you walk. If not, you should be honest with yourself. Now, since I'm not a dog owner, I don't know this for certain, but I'm guessing it isn't easy to get your pet to move faster and not stop. They're kind of like uh, little kids that way. When our children were younger, there wasn't much we could do but move at their speed and stop when they needed to. If getting your dog to move faster isn't going to happen, there is one more option. Take a walk without your dog. All you need is 22 minutes at three miles an hour every day, 
and you will reach the minimum amount of exercise to start lowering your risk for all kinds of health problems, which makes it easier to keep walking your dog for many years and decades to come. Lastly, our good friends have a dog that I adore. His name is Mr. Darcy. He's friendly, safe, and has a fun personality. If Mr. Darcy were my dog, I'd love taking him out for a walk and letting him go as slow as he wants and stop when he wants. And when he was finished, I take him home, throw on my headphones, and go for another faster walk by myself. And I'm sure I'd enjoy both of these the same. That's all for this week. Remember, walking is fitness. Check out walkingisfitness.com. Can we connect again next week? Thanks for listening. Talk soon.